Ladies and gentlemen, coming up, as you know, the Royal Rumble is this Sunday, and I got a special guest. No, baby, that's for somebody else. We're just going to keep you right where you're at right now. The Wrestling Realm presents Break It Down with Brian H. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to this episode of Break It Down with Brian H. By keeping it 100, I got my boy, the admin of the clubhouse club, the pro wrestling anonymous. He is the ring announcer himself. This is what he does. Not just somebody who just showed up and said, hey, I want to do ring announcer. He's actually somebody who's actually studied this. Somebody who's actually understood the craft. And that is the one and the only Justin T. Manning. What's good, brother? How you feeling? What's good, brother Brian? So good to be here on the Break It Down with Brian H. Keeping it 100 here for this live stream. It's such a pleasure to do this with someone who not just looks like me, but has great knowledge on production, quality, podcasting, as well as listening to the moderation, man. Thank you for having me. Hey, man, it's an honor. I appreciate that. And wow, I got announced, you know, like that right there. Um, you know, um, as somebody, you know, we lost Howard Finkel in 2020. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure like, you know, myself, you really enjoyed his work ethic, his craft, the voice of our childhood, man. So, you know, to hear you uh, announce me just that fast, I was like, wow, I'm ready to run through a wall now. Oh, yeah. It's something that we have both going from HBCUs. Hampton University taught me how to talk. Being part of an HBCU is all about the presentation and the aesthetics. So when I grew up and I saw Howard Finkel, I knew I've always wanted to work the mic. And wherever I wanted to be, whatever institution that was, it was going to be Hampton University. Thanks, mom and dad. I knew that I needed to work in my public speaking skills. And Howard Finkel was always that voice of the new generation era when we were coming up. I must have been four or five years old, Brian. Let me tell you something. I would wake up in the morning, Saturday, thinking that, okay, I was just going to go and watch wrestling. But in between, with our black mama, you know how it is. If it's Saturday morning, you're cleaning up the house. <laughs> so what did Justin Manning do over that gospel music that she played? I turned on Saturday morning wrestling on Channel 5, and I started watching um, Lex Luger. Got familiar with Scott Hall. Got familiar with Bret Hart. And that's when I learned a little bit about different moves. But also, who the heck is this voice that is introducing these personas to me, a four-year-old? Um, it was Howard Finkel. Mm -hmm. And watching Howard Finkel pass forward um, his knowledge on the microphone definitely made an influence to not just my role model of today, but also to those who want to conquer the fear of public speaking and speak in front of 8,000s. Wow, man, that's amazing. You know, and that's the beauty about podcasting. And it's like when you do this, you want to make sure you do it right, because at any given time, this could be put in front of millions of people, you know, and, and that's where I, I take this craft very seriously. And I can see that you do, man. Um, when did you first become a wrestler fan? We'll get to the Royal Rumble, but, you know, I always like to ask that. And I know uh, we talked about a little bit in the clubhouse room, which you guys, if you're on clubhouse, make sure you find the pro wrestling anonymous. It is a great place where you can have a safe space to be a fan. And you know, the one thing I love about it, Justin, What's that? is the respect that you give the women's wrestling fans um, right there. And I I've learned like a lot of, 
black women who are wrestling fans, you know, ones that you wouldn't even think of. But I, I love that. And they feel like, hey, they can come in there. Shout out to uh, Brit Universe. She was in there. And, you know, just being able to talk about it and talk about this business that we love so much. And, you know, it's always you can't talk wrestling with everybody. Let's be real. Let's be real. But, yeah. you know, <laughs> and, 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 you know, because sometimes I feel I like you. as fans, people worry about stuff they have no business worrying about, you know? Mm. Um, you know, well, why is it booked a certain way? It really drives me crazy. I'm like, dude, just, just be a fan. Enjoy right. it. Just enjoy <laughs> it. It's only for a couple hours a week. And then even then, because of competition, you could choose whatever style that you want to. Mm -hmm. So to answer your original question, I first, ironically, because we're about to go to the Royal Rumble, was introduced really to wrestling with the Sega Genesis game, Royal Rumble. Wow. And then Royal Rumble was my little... <laughs> Put it into the put into the Sega Genesis, and I was introduced to the roster. That's how I knew who IRS was. That's how okay. I knew who Crush was. And to perform the special moves of these wrestlers, you had to hit the A and B button at the same time after your stamina or whatever it was. Um, now, of course, in the video game, to eliminate folks, because again, this is Sega Genesis 16-bit, you had to hip toss. It was by default. You hip toss people out the ring, just violently. Just boom, grapple, hip toss, you're out. Mm -hmm. And then it was when I hit the arcades where um, WrestleMania arcade with Sergeant Slaughter and Ultimate Warrior were there. And a lot of times my parents were saying, no, we don't have time for that. But it always fascinated me that they always said I had no time for it in the arcades. I was making time for it for, with my Sega Genesis. Um, so that's how I got introduced to professional wrestling. That's how um, I became cool in the elementary school because I found other like-minded kids on the school bus telling me about Bam Bam Bigelow versus Lawrence Taylor. That okay. shows you how old I am, how far it goes back. And they just talk about this. I, I got to do that. Yes! <laughs> you are on it. Yo, bring it down. <laughs> this was, bring it back, brother. Oh, yeah, yeah. The was, this was it. And the person on the left, Lex Luger, was, wow. Oh, my gosh, mm -hmm. you can look like this. But the one person that freaked me out, the reason why I couldn't look at the cover, the covers on your right side, was The Undertaker. Oh, Every okay. time he was in that video game, dog, I, I stayed away from that character, or at mm -hmm. least waited until his stamina was down. So that's how I was introduced to. Remember the music, the, that sixteen-bit music, or man, I knew the whole soundtrack, and they so ding, ding, ding. What, Yes, I have one of those Retron systems. I have Royal Rumble, but I got it for place um, Super Nintendo. And the one thing, because so I grew up in a um, Super Nintendo household, and my uncle, okay. shout out to my uncle Troy, who is really influential, got me into wrestling. He's been in the clubhouse a couple of times. Shout out to Uncle Troy, thank you. Yeah, he sat there and um, he had that game, and you know I would borrow his, and man, I played it to death. Um, eventually, when we got the retro system, I went to a pawn shop, and when I was living in Bristol, and I okay. went and bought all the old games like. Uh, Raw, Royal Rumble, and I hated the fact that the Super Nintendo version did not have Hulk Hogan, so you know, because I wanted to get revenge on Yokozuna when Hogan <laughs> <laughs> lost the championship to Yokozuna, man. But man, I, I like your video games. <laughs> the video games speak to the market, dude, because back yeah. then, they toys. That What else is there for a young man to do? Mm -hmm. um, so we would always talk about all the school buses. Royal Rumble was the start. WWF Warzone was after that on PlayStation 1. Okay. Um, and that's when I was not watching wrestling because my parents kind of figured out, okay, he's watching wrestling. We told him not to watch wrestling or any TV during the week. So it's like, okay, cool. And I was raised by two parents who mm -hmm. were in the church, both of them Baptist. 
you already know what it is that I'm not saying here. It was very strict. Um, kind of like Pro Wrestling Anonymous about how we do things. So shout out to my parents. Um, from WF Warzone, which was huge. It was a demo. Okay. I never actually had a chance to play the game, Brian. Uh, but the playable characters in that 10-minute demo, when they used to give it out for free, was Stone Cold Steve Austin versus HPK. Mm-hmm. And that was back in the day with specials. You had to do down, down, up circle x at the same time to perform a stunner so my brother and i would just be stone cold and star michaels and i never let him be stone cold (laughs) (laughs) it's funny you bring that up because um that would so my parents was the same way what saved me was that my they loved wrestling growing up well my dad did my mother was uh, on bed rest when she got into it and that's when you know um she had me, and then the next thing you know, she got hooked. But my mm. dad have he was like not the diehard fan that I am, but my grandfather was. And so even when the attitude era came, it was just like, oh, it's just wrestling, it's okay for him to watch, you know. Mm. And I look at some of the stuff that they was said, I was like, Oh, oh, I'm glad. Like, me <laughs> and my sister was smart enough to turn the TV down, you know. Right. Uh, I'll never forget shotgun Saturday night, Val Venus. <laughs> when oh, they no. showed the highlights because we didn't Perfect have character for kids yeah we didn't have cable so we watched shotgun saturday night by 98 i should say we didn't have cable anymore so okay. we watched shotgun saturday night to catch up and i remember the look my sister gave me when they uh you know um yamaguchi son said all right choppy choppy you know the rest and then when you heard the light go off and <laughs> So, man, oh man, it kind of looked like this, <laughs> and it's crazy. You would never get away with, yeah, no, mm-hmm. you can't do that today. Uh, but definitely, um, the video games made a big influence for me yeah. and for guys like myself and women, of course, who yeah. were raised in strict households in the '90s. We were getting our stuff through other avenues, whether it's school bus or the video games. Do you still play? Um, do you still play video games? I'm semi-retired. I've, okay. I feel I feel like once you play video games, you never retire because it's all the same, if you will. It's just mm-hmm. different graphics and experiences. Um, but my favorite one um, is SmackDown. Here comes the pain. Okay, that's 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 a huge classic. Uh, yes, I um I still play. I just bought Battlegrounds. Finally, I was like, I I, I like the way you know they went away mm-hmm. from the simulation mode. But I I was I'll wait till it go on sale. And I got an eleven year old boy, and this, my daughter will be six oh, on congrats. the day of the Royal Rumble. Wow, um, you ready? Yeah. You know, she's about to have a whole like cake with Sasha Banks, Bailey, China. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my, my wife is. You know, it would be funny. I probably would do it if I could get away with it. Um, but she would. So they watched WrestleMania with me last year, but Royal Rumble gonna be a long day. Uh, for them so but you know so they like playing battlegrounds though so I'm like all right you know I figured it would be a cool game for them that's a good game good entry game um for anyone that's watching out here with kids battlegrounds on the iOS definitely helps it Mm -hmm. was it was a good game for me before I got onto other flicker tickers uh on my on my iPhone and the only reason why I just don't play video games now is because I'm just so busy um I'm on tour. I'm on the mic. I'm doing voiceover for um for phone systems, etc. But also the Pro Wrestling Anonymous Clubhouse is is a commitment. Um, and oh, I say I that for anyone that wants to be a moderator, uh, because Pro Wrestling News is happening daily. Oh. Um, and my overall goal is not just to find more folks like us, Brian, but to break it down. I really want to make Pro Wrestling Anonymous the largest professional wrestling clubhouse, but also a clubhouse where everyone feels safe, included, and can talk and conversate. 
Yep. We have some really deep conversations. Pro wrestling uh, goes so much farther than what's in the ring. It's outside the ring. Um, and we've had those conversations of how wrestlings are branding themselves with social media. Mm -hmm. So even now, I'm talking about my upbringing with video games. And who would have thought 30 years later that this would help build the foundation to what's behind me as well as what's in front of me? Yeah, did you think that in some way, shape, or form that you would be in the wrestling business? I know you do some ring announcing too. Did you ever think that you would be in the business? Um, that's a good question. I always wanted to be involved somehow. Mm -hmm. And back in high school when I was doing varsity cross country, um, I thought I'd be involved by training like Edge or um, Eddie Guerrero. Those guys to be were it, right? Um, they really inspired me to step my game up and hit the gym. Okay. But I didn't know that I would be involved as far as pro wrestling. And it happened in 2017. Okay. Now, looking forward to it, um, you know, what's your overall goal before, you know, we get into the Royal Rumble talk? Definitely. Um, number one goal, of course, as I mentioned, pro wrestling anonymous, come join the clubhouse. Um, safest, greatest place for everybody. Um, the overall goal for me right now is to be the main announcer at Madison Square Garden. Whether it's the Knicks, whether it's the zone boxing, matchroom boxing, WWE, professional wrestling. That's what I want. Um, in spaces where, and this is such a deep question and it evolves. In spaces where you see people, folks like me that grab the microphone and they see the art. I always remember, I always remember father's family coming up to me and saying, how do you get this job? And it wasn't from a place of malice. It was just straightforward, you know. Well, this is a career? And I'm like, yes, mm -hmm. if you dedicate yourself to it and try to perfect the craft and do the research. Behind me is my inspirations. I got JR. I have uh, Justin Roberts, um, Eric Bischoff. These guys can cut promos. What if you can cut a promo on the mic but also make others look good with announcements? And that's what I want to do. Love it, man. Love it. I'm definitely looking forward to it. You know me, man. I'm looking forward to support in any kind of way, man. So um, you got a space if you right here. If you want to, you know, you got an upcoming show and you want to get it over, bring it to the audience, you know, let's do it. <laughs> My man from Golden State. Thank you. It's that HBCU connection. Yes, sir. Likewise, yes, sir. Man, appreciate that. Uh, Royal Rumbles this Sunday. Um, yep. You have a favorite Royal Rumble? I know there has been some watch-alongs. Uh, you know, I had fun participating in. Yes, um, we've had watch-alongs for '92, and we had watch-along for '95. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, you have a favorite Rumble? Favorite Rumble for me? <laughs> I liked when I liked when Shinsuke Nakamura won. Um, Shinsuke was had a lot of momentum behind him, and to be honest, I didn't know who Shinsuke Nakamura was until earlier this past decade, right? Okay. There's a new Japan pro wrestling and it's hot. This is fire. I've never seen anyone like Shinsuke Nakamura before. Um, and when you see uh, someone of Japanese uh, culture uh, come over to the WWE, win the NXT championship two times, you begin to worry that the direction of the company may not be in his favor or he gets lost in the shuffle. Mm -hmm. So when it came down between him and Roman Reigns, everyone at the bar that was watching you knew what time it was. The question was, will the company pull the trigger? So you have the perfect way for everyone to be on the edge of their seats, whether you're booing for Reigns or you're booing for uh, Shinsuke Nakamura. And when Shinsuke threw him over the top, if it, 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 it was it for me. Um, yeah. So Shinsuke Nakamura 2018. 
Okay. Yeah, man. Mine is actually 99. Um, it's hard to watch sometimes, especially oh. rocking mankind. I think 99 may be my favorite um year during the mm-hmm. attitude era. Uh, it's a good year. So much. I mean, you look at so many champions, you know, Rock, Mankind, Triple H, um, Big Show, Undertaker. Uh, you know, so it, it, it was right. an entertaining year for me. But that Royal Rumble, just that whole card, you know, you had the um, mm. Sable, you know, her ride. We're talking about the entire event. Yeah, well, just the general, but yeah, the entire event. Okay. Between that and 01, 01 is special to me. It's the last one I watched with my grandmother. It was the last pay-per-view That's she possible. ordered. And so, um, and then awesome. Jericho and Chris Benoit, they matched. They tore the house down. Um, you know, seeing Austin win his third Rumble. So it was between those two. Probably the actual Rumble match would be um, 90. I mean, it would be 2001, though. You like the good stuff. I would say um, a special shout-out to Royal Rumble 92. Um, yeah. Ric Flair was in the ring, and for him to be there for 60 minutes and then still have the mental health and capacity to cut a brilliant promo with Mr. Perfect and Ted DiBiase, I believe. It's it, it's it's just memorable. Um, that really put it over for me as well. So Shinsuke, um, I hope I get it right, 2018, Royal Rumble, 92. And I believe the year Daniel Bryan went over as well. Well, he never won it. Remember, he that didn't was, win it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That, I know that, what you're talking about. That. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was mad about that one because I ordered it and we wasn't able to, you know, I ordered that one, deleted all the apps because I had to work overnight. Only oh, no. and, and, and didn't answer no text messages. Only to come home, sit there, made my pizza, only to see what happened. Yeah. Next question. Uh, but yeah, the, uh, this year, um, you know. Roman Reigns will be defending his championship against Kevin Owens. Uh, A lot of people aren't happy about this. Me personally, I was actually looking forward to seeing him and Adam Pearce square up just because we know Adam Pearce is a wrestler. So I wanted to see what would how that would turn out. But we're getting Kevin Owens. Are you excited about this? And is there a way Kevin Owens wins the championship? I think you and I both have the same answer. The answer is no. Um, (laughs) This is WrestleMania season, and everyone is looking for the storyline, a brilliant storyline of head of the table. Mm -hmm. This head of the table storyline does not happen if Kevin always comes over. And at this point, the character and growth of Roman Reigns is so high that if you took the title off of him, you and I would not consider SmackDown to be a show as we know it to be currently. Um, It also gets fuel to the fire to Jey Uso as a rub. It also gets fire to Paul Heyman being not the advocate, but being in Roman Reigns' corner. That's not to discredit Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens is the man. Uh, Kevin Steen from ROH to being in WWE, NXT champion, USA champion, Universal champion. And this point, Kevin Owens is instrumental to the growth of the head of the table storyline. And I love how he gave cadence and credit to the man on the microphone, uh, Paul Heyman. Mm -hmm. Um, I believe Kevin Owens feud with Roman Reigns could continue should we not see the rocks involved somewhere within this storyline within the next few months. All right, man, that'll be interesting. You know, we'll have to, if that happens, you, you definitely got to come back and talk about it. Absolutely. I'll be back. Now we got uh, Drew McIntyre taking on Bill Goldberg. Now I understand this is, this story has really been interrupted a lot by the uh, pandemic with uh, Drew McIntyre testing positive for COVID. So we haven't been able to get the really full effects, but 
are you excited about this match? Um, are you is this your bathroom break match? As he has the Justin Roberts oh, book. I, 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 I'm sorry. You were, was there something important that you had to say there? There's something interesting you had to say. I'm, I'm you know, so sorry. Gotta... I'm so wrapped up into this book about Justin Roberts. I, I, I completely missed the point that you were trying to make with regards to hype and this match here. Um, <laughs> to answer your question, um, this book's amazing, by the way. Thank you, Justin Roberts, for uh, for writing that for announcers as well as uh, wrestling enthusiasts. Um, I think everyone is anticipating what I'm anticipating. One okay. that Drew McIntyre comes back healthy in time to defend his title. That's first. Um, we, we, Full disclaimer, I we're recording before Raw. Just want to put that out there. Full disclaimer. Thank you. <laughs> yes, we're going for Raw. We don't know ever at this time. Mm-hmm. Um, I am very glad to see Goldberg is still able to work and still look as though he has that uh, uh, his physique. I think we overlooked that a lot. Or Goldberg, Oldberg, whatever you want to call him, give him his give him his props. The man point. can't perform at a main event level as Goldberg. Not this Oldberg thing. I don't even like the terminology Oldberg. He comes back. He does sell tickets. You are watching, and we're discussing it. Well, in fact, we're discussing still more about Goldberg than we are Drew McIntyre. That's what I tell people. If y'all started, you're tired of seeing him, don't turn on the TV because the ratings go up. Hello. <laughs> the more you talk about Goldberg, the more you're going to see him for WrestleMania season. And with that said, um, if if Goldberg goes over, I would not be uh, surprised. I am ready for a good 10-minute at max um, okay. match with Drew McIntyre. If he goes over, it's on the road to WrestleMania. Um, I don't think that this will hurt Drew McIntyre's career. He has held the title for more than, what, two seasons at this point. And it's great to see him defend his championship, win his championship at WrestleMania over Braun Strowman. And now if he loses it to a Goldberg, you can look forward to that rematch. And otherwise, he can just give the rub to someone else. So if Goldberg wins, great. That's fine. I'm a wrestling fan. But if Drew McIntyre retains this, I'm also equally curious to see who he is going to match up against because SmackDown is stacked. Maybe it's a Big E. Maybe Big E can chank on Goldberg as well. But I want to see that. And I've I, maybe I really do want to see Big E because Big E saw Goldberg as his role model growing up. Make mm, a dream match happen and have him win both belts just like Keith Lee. There's your storyline of WrestleMania moment. I would like it now. Before we get before uh, before we move on to the Royal Rumble matchups, as uh, we get ready to wrap things up, Goldberg. I mean, Miz is the Money in the Bank briefcase holder. What are the chances he cashes in? Miz is excellent on the mic. Makes oh Miz. One thing about the Miz, and I always say this to every public speaking event that I do. um, Props to you, of course, Brian, for having this podcast. By the way, thank you. When you talk. Your talking skills, your mic skills are always going to be more than your professional wrestling skills. Everything that The Miz has done from winning the WWE Championship to Intercontinental, Money in the Bay briefcase, or even his wife and baby storyline, you're tuned in. And if not, you're watching Talking Smack. For his remember promo, uh, his memorable promo. Mm-hmm. I think it's great to watch him with Money in the Bank. Um, if he cashes in, is going to be an even better question because recently the trend is no one has successfully cashed in within the last I want to say year or so. Mm-hmm. If the Miz breaks that, he's making history once again. Yeah. Um, who does he crash in on? I don't know. Um, if Goldberg wins, I would love to see the Miz just cashing in on a wounded Goldberg. But if I, I don't see it on Roman Reigns, okay. Um, 
So the the chances of him directly are of him actually <laughs> of him actually cashing in and winning it. It's really 50-50 based on current booking. You know what though? I just thought about something. Uh, as we know, WC um, WC WWE just sold the WWE Network to NBC Universal or NBC, right? Peacock. What better time than to do it at WrestleMania when you can sell the fact that Miz is a television show going into the spring and we'll hit another sweeps month? You trying to sell get that show over? Uh, NBC, I mean, yeah, well, yeah, they own by NBC. We want to get that show over for USA. What better time to do it at WrestleMania? There you go. They're going to have, and this is again happening before Raw, and the news just came out. Um, mm-hmm. Five year deal worth a billion dollars for WWE Network, major move. This yep. is 2020. This ain't 2010 no more. This isn't about 9.99. This is 5.99, and you're still getting all this content to a viewership of 24 million people already subscribed to a network that basically promotes The Office. Huge, yep. and we're all for the most part find me a, a non-office fan. Mm-hmm. Nonetheless, no. this is room for WWE Super <laughs> Wait, wait. <laughs> I've been told I gotta watch it. As a matter of fact, Clubhouse told me uh watch it. They said uh-huh. they, they, you, you can uh attest to this. I was told that I don't have to go back and watch uh, like in order, at least watch the first two or three episodes and then just watch them at random. You can watch them at random. You can watch oh, it yeah. at TBS at random. Uh, I'm sorry, you can watch it on Peacock at random. I got Peacock, uh, so I'm gonna let me check it out. My my point being is the Miz, Roman Reigns, Bianca Belair. If you're building your social media following, it's going to pay off. Mm-hmm. Um, because Peacock is going to allow from recent WWE trends everyone to have their own separate stories. Total Divas, for example, gives relevancy to the women. Um, that's huge. Um, Naomi, for example. Oh, man, I can't wait to see what she does if she was to get her own spinoff. I'm very excited for this. I think The Miz will definitely be one of the front runners for a Peacock WWE merge. And shucks, man, you ain't get this for $5.99. You're going to find a reason to get it now, boy, because if you're a wrestling fan, this is a great day. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Now, the moment that everybody's waiting for before we get out of here, the men's Royal Rumble winner and the women's Royal Rumble winners. Who does Justin have going to the main events? Because I like to consider women's title match a main event also. The main events of WrestleMania. Okay. Royal Rumble. I'm going to go with Brock Lesnar. I'm going to go with Brock Lesnar. Uh, okay. Am I happy with that choice? No. Um, well, he was eliminated last year, but every time Brock Lesnar comes in, he is there to destroy, and he's <laughs> there at the end of his career. So you know they're going to build him up to give the rub to somebody else like a Big E. And I keep saying Big E because I really want to see it happen. The mm-hmm. brother, you know, the brothers, it looks great. Um, with the women, a good documentary just appeared last night. The documentary happened. It was 30 minutes. I've been watching this woman for a very long time. This woman doesn't know it already, but we've been dating ever since she debuted on WWE NXT, as well as her time with the University of Tennessee. I hope I got that right. She is the bestest, the cutest, the sweetest, the strongest, the fittest. Bianca Beautiful Belair. That woman, sorry to whatever his name is, but the straight prophet. Ah. Shout out to Marco, though. <laughs> Bianca Belair is definitely going to win in my book. Uh, she could do it all, and she's improved. The one place that I had a concern about Bianca Belair was the NXT takeover she had with Shayna Baszler. That was it. Okay. And she main evented that NXT takeover. Not sure if you remember that one, Brian. Mm-hmm. I was disappointed she didn't go over, but... I disagree. I felt, be- I felt Baszler... <sighs> 
I felt best Basil was the better performer that night. Okay, I got you. Yeah. And, 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 and you know, in this note, I don't think there's been no disrespect to Io Shirai or Rhea Ripley, but I mean, oh, Shayna Baszler was, you know, to me, the last like mega champion over there, just far as the, the work that she did with the title. But, um, you know, just overall, man, I wanted to see, um, I think uh, it's hard to go against Bianca. And I hate a lot of times going with the obvious pick, but you look at the NFL, everybody kept picking the Kansas City Chiefs, and that's what happened. I think in this case, Bianca's the hot hand. You go with her and her and Sasha, man, black women, main event in, in WrestleMania. You can't go wrong with that. And then, you know, for the men, I'm going with my guy, Daniel Bryan. I think Daniel Bryan is the one person who can go in a match with Roman Reigns, take a loss, and it won't hurt him, but it'll help keep the head of the table because this has so much time and this we got so much um to do with this head of the table it's not nowhere near time to take the title off of him yet because he's got to make his right world tour once uh things start opening up again who so. else is better to lead this merge with peacock and wwe than roman reigns mm-hmm. and brock lesnar oh you keep saying brock, brock. <laughs> this merger changes everything my friend you're gonna have yeah. to strap up because there's <laughs> look but roman's on fox Hey, but, look, but there's content. no reason why he can't come over to SmackDown. <laughs> I mean, they're in Florida. It's going to happen. Mm-hmm. It's going to happen. This thing has to work. Um, I, I, I think Brock Lesnar is going to make a big name for this and, be, and usher this in for the first six months. Oh, boy. So <laughs> I, I really do. From a business standpoint, it makes sense. Dan yeah. O'Brien is a feel-good story, and it made sense in 2015. 2015. 2015. <laughs> But man. before we get out of here, man, <laughs> oh, let, <laughs> yeah, let the people know where they can find you. Plug Absolutely. away. Ladies and gentlemen, um, Brian has been fantastic, and he and I met one another within the Pro Wrestling Anonymous Clubhouse. It's an invite-only audio social media app that you can receive if you're an iPhone user. So go ahead and please join it. You can search for it. If you wish to have a professional ring announcer, as well as voiceover, and use the mic in the appropriate way, be sure to follow me on Instagram at JTM Talks, JTM Talks, as well as on uh, Twitter, Justin Timothy Manning. Thank you, Brian, for keeping it 100. <laughs> Justin, I appreciate it. Ladies and gentlemen, make sure if you haven't done so, subscribe and stay tuned because we're going to have plenty of content on the Wrestling Realm coming this week. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Break It Down with Brian H. Hit the subscribe button and turn on the bell so you get notified every time the Wrestling Realm posts new content.